The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 1994. First, the social media embargo was over, and now the critics' review embargo is over. And oh boy, we've got a thing or two to talk about. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. There's one thing that I'm noticing on the video version of this episode that I kind of at least have to say something about because <laughs> it looks like I'm wearing a shirt with a stain on my chest and that's not the case. So yeah, maybe I'm being a little vain, but it's probably worth discussing anyway because I have talked about this on the podcast in the past. So two and a half years ago, I was diagnosed with melanoma with skin cancer and we caught it very early, thankfully. I am now two and a half years cancer-free. However, I did go to a dermatologist and they looked at one and said, well, you know, we can take it off for you if you like, but you know, we don't necessarily have to, we can just keep watching it. And considering that I've already had melanoma in the past, I thought, well, let's just be safe. So they took a chunk out of my chest and I have to put Vaseline on it to make sure that it stays clean and safe and whatnot. And so that little stain on my shirt is Vaseline from where they cut the piece of whatever it is on my skin out and then cauterized it to stop the bleeding. So that's the wound care situation. And so hopefully within less than two weeks, I will know for sure that there was nothing wrong with it and that everything's fine. So we'll keep fingers crossed. All right, let's talk about something a little more fun. Let's talk about Star Wars. And <laughs> I'm saying that, but you know, kind of the numbers aren't fun right now. So yesterday on the episode for Wednesday, episode 1993, I recorded it on Tuesday evening, and at the time, I noted that the social media embargo for comments about the rise of Skywalker had been lifted, but it seemed like the critics' reviews embargo had not yet been lifted, because I was looking online to see if any film critics were saying anything other than just the occasional tweets from film critics. That wasn't there. So naturally, the episode drops on Wednesday, and it's only a couple hours after the episode drops that, oh, the embargo's over. So yeah, that segment of the podcast did not age well as it turned out. But the more troubling thing is where we're at with it. And by the way, in case I need to make it clear, we are in a safe zone, so you're not going to hear anything about the plot details or anything that happens within the rise of Skywalker. No rumors, no leaks, no spoilers, no actuals, no nothing. <laughs> so don't worry, it's not going to be spoiled for you. Um, hopefully hearing about the review situation is not going to spoil it for you though. But right now it stands, at least as of the time of recording, which is around 10 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesday evening the 18th, we're looking at a 59% on Rotten Tomatoes with all critics and a 49% with what they call top critics. So 
outlets that you have heard of. <laughs> like, for example, the New York Times or the LA Times, Variety, Hollywood Reporter, Entertainment Weekly, etc., etc. Now, I don't think <laughs> either you or I expected anything like that to be the case. I know we certainly weren't hoping for that to be the case. So, yeah, it's rather disconcerting to say the least. And to make matters worse, Scott Mendelson, who writes the ticket booth posts at Forbes.com, he's the guy that I talk about when we talk about the Jedi business stuff, about the box office results, right? He also writes movie reviews for Forbes, and while he's not necessarily my go-to person on this, you know, I'm paying attention because I am going to be looking at his box office reports and whatnot, but he is out there saying that... Rise of Skywalker is the worst Star Wars movie ever made. And those are some pretty strong words. And of course he's entitled to his opinion and I might disagree with him. I still haven't seen it myself. I will later today for when this episode drops since it's coming out on Thursday. But yeah, this is a really difficult thing to hear. And yet, and yet, if you're looking at Rotten Tomatoes stuff, well, then it's not exactly accurate. And no, I'm not about to bring up the Clone Wars cartoon movie, even though I, yes, I just kind of did anyway. But I'm not really doing that because I'm not trying to say that, hey, The Rise of Skywalker is better than the Clone Wars cartoon, at least. What I am going to compare it to is Skywalker Saga movies. And by that measurement, well, it's not the worst according to Rotten Tomatoes. For a start, its top critics percentage is higher than both Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. Its all critics score is actually higher than the Phantom Menace, but it's still below Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones was at 65% on its all critics and we're at 59% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Though I will note two things. Number one, that score has been going up. I think it was like 55 or 56 earlier today when I saw the embargo had been lifted and it's been slowly creeping up, which is nice, of course, but I'm fully aware that <laughs> calling The Rise of Skywalker a better movie than The Phantom Menace or Attack of the Clones is in some quarters the actual epitome of the phrase damning with faint praise. So I was talking not too long ago about how I've approached the most recent Star Wars movies and that has been kind of difficult to get out of the left brain logic side brain of my head to actually try to enjoy the movies emotionally, assuming that there is emotional enjoyment to be had, of course, which there has been for me, but the initial viewings have been very like, oh, hyper analysis level sorts of things. And I find that based on what we're hearing from Rotten Tomatoes and from film critic reviews right now, I feel like that's not gonna help me emotionally experience The Rise of Skywalker the first time around. It feels like it's just gonna make me even more intensely critical and not critical in the sense of criticizing, though that might end up being the case, but critical in the sense of logical and analyzing. You know, it seems to reinforce that that may be the direction I'm heading for this first viewing of The Rise of Skywalker. It turns out that I already have tickets for my second viewing, which will be on Friday. Very lucky that that's going to get to happen too. <laughs> I guess, <laughs> depending on what I think of the first viewing, I guess I might want to reserve judgment on whether I say it's very lucky. But man, oh man, I'm not wishing for this movie to fail. So that may be why I'm looking at reviews and trying to find silver linings. <laughs> Maybe that's just my default optimistic personality. Like I'm just looking for good in all of this. 
One thing I am seeing fairly consistently, even in the more negatively pitched reviews, is kudos for the performances of Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver. That seems to be pretty consistent. I've also seen consistent references to it being action-packed and visually dazzling, and kudos for John Williams' music too, which is also quite a relief. So, yeah, I think there are positives to be taken from it, and that's just, you know, a short list. There are others, but I feel like really getting too deep into it just goes beyond where I want to go with the safe zone stuff. But there is one person who has been active on Twitter in talking about the movie and talking about it from a positive standpoint, and specifically commenting about Rotten Tomatoes' take, their collective take on it too. And I'll talk about that in just a moment. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Razor, I've made some changes to the asteroid belt level at patreon.com slash SW7X7 and they are all with sponsors in mind. So if you want to get the word out about your business, your product, your service to a dedicated Star Wars audience, then please check out patreon.com slash SW7X7 and look for the asteroid belt level for details. Again, that's patreon.com slash SW7X7. Welcome back. So Dan Zare, who is part of the Coffee with Kenobi podcast team, has been saying on social that he thinks the Rotten Tomatoes collective score is absurd and that the movie is absolutely fantastic and spectacular and that you will have a great time watching it. So personally, I have met Dan a couple of times and I interviewed him at Celebration Chicago. I find him to be a very level-headed, nice guy. And so, yeah, I'm kind of grabbing on to his comments like a lifeline right now and thinking to myself, okay, there is quite a good chance that I could end up going to see the movie and thinking the world of it, even despite what critics are saying. And that may be the case for you as well. So don't give up hope on The Rise of Skywalker yet. We still have to see it. And from when this episode drops, well, the YouTube version, it will be 12 hours before I'm sitting down in the theater and hopefully a lot of you will be doing the same. And yeah, we will get there and we will start talking about it in earnest once we've all had a chance to check it out. But for now, that is going to do it for today's episode of the show. If you are seeing The Rise of Skywalker today, I hope that you do continue to remain spoiler-free to the level that you want to be, and I hope you do enjoy it, even if you're hoping to hate-watch it. I still hope that you have an enjoyable experience. And that's all I'm going to say about that. So for now, thank you again for joining me for this episode of the show. And as always, may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademarks and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. <laughs>